Michael Collins, our fearless PGA voice. I want to talk to you about Eldrick Tiger Woods. You know, it seems that every time we see him, we get our hopes up for some sort of big return, but then he fades away and we're left with the same questions. At his big age, as we say on the internet, golf-wise, where is Tiger now? I think it's ironic that you say that we expect this big giant, like, and I get that question when I'm out. Yo, is Tiger going to get back to 100? Right? And so... Let's start here, right? Because we all got to start somewhere. What is Tiger's 100% that people are looking for? Like if it's the Tiger from 2000 or 2004, 2006 and seven, yo, that Tiger's dead. Tiger's got 152 yards. Should be just a nice, comfortable nine iron for him. They're going to go nuts when he hits this thing. Like he when he ain't never coming back. We're never seeing that. But that's where we as fans are all so spoiled. Cause we saw that. So now we see Superman who puts the suit on and we're like, yo, man, let me see you jump over that building. Uh actually I don't even fly anymore. Mm. Like, wait, what? Mm. What you mean you don't but you got the suit on, man? You can please was one right and then we got that little one week in 2019 when we were like, Yeah, he can still do it. Many doubted we'd ever see it. But here it is. The return to glory. And then he goes away and now it's like, he's going to do it again, right? Even Tiger told us, and we don't want to believe it. Tiger told us, best case scenario, once a month. And we're like, word, we're going to see you 12 times. Mm, Nah, half of that. (laughs) We're going to see you half of that. At best, at best, we're going to see you half of that. Tiger finished 18th out of 20 at the Hero World Challenge at the beginning of the month, but he also just finished ninth with his son, Charlie, at the PNC Championship over the weekend. You get around a lot, Mr. Collins. Were you there? Uh, I was there and hung out with them on Thursday and Friday. It was great seeing Tiger and Charlie have such a great time together and play together. And even Tiger said, like, hitting shots that really mattered. I think the biggest takeaway from that week, two things. Number one, when he played in the Pro-Am, he was allowed to take a cart and didn't take one. Because huh. I think I think he wanted to see how he felt after walking. Now, Saturday, everyone had to be in a cart. The the children, the parents, like the pro, everybody had to be in a cart because of the weather. Sunday, a cart was optional. And Tiger, again, didn't take it. And I think, again, that says something to Tiger wants to feel where he's at walking a golf course and hitting shots that matter. So as great as it was to see him now, I think everything that we saw still has to be taken with a grain of salt because seeing Tiger teed up at a PGA Tour event with a a big field and everybody on their P's and Q's, now we got to see something. This isn't just about his game on the course, Tigers, that is. I mean, his historic legacy is actually part of his future. What role do you think Tiger will have in shaping the future of golf? And what do you think he wants that future to be? I think we just learned, what, a month or two ago, how important his role in the future of golf he feels should be as Rory stepped down and Tiger stepped up. 
to get onto that policy board, to be a part of the decision-making process of everything that's going on in golf. I think Tiger understands now how important more than what he did on the golf course, but what his legacy for the future of golf can and will be. And now as being a part of the decision-making processes, I think Tiger really wants to have a big hand in that because 200 years from now, when we look back at the history of golf and none of us are still here, his name is going to be spoken in what decisions got made and where the direction golf went. And I think that's really important to him. For decades, Tiger Woods and the PGA Tour have been the gold standard in the world of golf. But as 2023 comes to a close, those two entities are entering uncharted waters. Woods seems content with this transition, ready to become the elder statesman of the game, and more importantly, just a dad. But the PGA Tour, where his legend was born, sees itself under siege from the upstart Live Golf League and all the controversy that comes with it. Now, Tiger is forced to write the next chapter of his storied legacy by leading the charge of the tumultuous reimagining of the game he loves. So today, Michael Collins joins us to talk about how all this can shake out and why golf might need Tiger Woods more than ever. I'm Clinton Yates, kiddos. It's Thursday, December 21st. This is ESPN Daily. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you people wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first one or for your fashionista mom who likes to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate with them both. You can shop by price anywhere from $25 and under to, say, $100 and below. You can also sort by category, like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything, or even pre-wrapped gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So, what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th, and it'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Michael, let's back up a minute. Not to the founding of Liv, but to the shocking news over the summer of a possible PGA Liv merger. What exactly happened there? Yeah, and it's funny. Everyone it talks about, man, I what's going on now, I thought they were supposed to have a merger. And they had what they called a quote-unquote framework agreement. And I'm doing the air quotes when I say framework agreement because in layman's term, all it was was a ceasefire. Because mm. what happened when Liv came in and they started poaching people and was like, all right, we, we tried to talk to y'all before and you wouldn't take the phone call. That's true. And so we did our own thing and came to fruition faster than anyone thought was going to be possible. And now just started picking dudes off. We want this guy, this guy, this guy. And we got the money to be like, hey, we're going to write you a check. We're going to write you a check. You want a bag? Come get a bag. We got bags over here. 
And so what that framework agreement did was say, hey, time out just a second. Maybe we should sit down and talk about if there's a way we can come together. And that's what's been going on. The problem now for the PGA Tour is the Department of Justice came around and was like, cool, but if you want to go into business with this PIF, with the Saudis, you're not doing it alone. And you can't write anything into this agreement, the framework agreement, saying that they can't go after your players because that would be a conflict of interest. It would start going into the monopoly stuff. It was a, it would get all technical and, you know, nobody wants the DOJ involved. Well, now the PGA Tour starts talking to another equity fund, the SSG, who they are in negotiations with now and PIF Live was like, hold up, we don't have our deal yet. So if everything's off the table, that's the end of that ceasefire. Hey, John Rom, come here. And so that's them, the PIF, saying to the PGA Tour, cool, if you want to talk to them, but until we have a deal, and if we don't have a deal, it's on again like Donkey Kong. And that's where we're at right now, where we had an agreement back then where it was, hey, we're going to just try and work this out, kind of. To clarify, Liv is 93% owned by the Public Investment Fund, which is the sovereign wealth fund of Saudi Arabia. Okay, now that we understand a little bit about the specifics of this deal coming together incompletely, what else has changed from a leadership perspective since this announcement? Well, you hear a guy like Rory McIlroy, who was so involved in everything for a while, just go, I'm out. I don't want to do this no more. Like with a year left. Yeah, he still had a year left to be, you know, that guy. And 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 he was. It was great to have Rory as a spokesperson, but for Rory, I'm sure it was maddening because he kept having to do this jujitsu in front of cameras as well to be like, it's all about this. And then a month later, be like, you remember what I said before? Yeah, no, scratch that. Now it's all about this. And then another, hey, never mind. What I said, uh, it's really, uh, with, you know what? And be on phone calls. And, and this dude hasn't won a major in a long, long time. So the guy who has been put up there as the face of golf was also then trying to play and get back to world number one. That changing, John Rahm leaving. And now the landscape of golf is changing too, along with the leadership. We're talking about defending Masters champion and the number three ranked player in the world, John Rahm, who left for Live Golf for a package that is reported to be in the neighborhood of $600 million. Now, on the golf course, what has changed in the aftermath of the debut of the Live Tour? Whew. Because of the landscape of golf from Live, look at how the PGA Tour has changed. The money on the PGA Tour has changed and the structure of the tournaments now has changed on the PGA Tour, which has set off a lot of behind the curtains infighting on the PGA Tour between the quote unquote haves and the have nots and how that's going to get worked out. Wait until the end of 2024. We're going to see some things change again. Watch. What did Tiger Woods think of all this? Tiger Woods, I think, was caught off guard by John Rahm going. Well, there's been a lot of talk over over the years of certain players going, um, and it was speculation until it happened because there's been rumors of names going and not not going, and whether they materialize or not. So we just assumed it was just um, speculation until it happened. 
I don't think he was happy about it. I don't personally think that he's really happy with Liv and the PGA Tour or AKA the PIF Fund doing a deal with the PGA Tour. I think that Tiger is probably in a place right now where that's one of the reasons he wants to be a part of this. He wants to see just exactly what the strength that the PGA Tour really has. But I think Tiger's, even as part of leadership, is figuring that out too. Like, okay, what's our strategy now that we're not the biggest, baddest bully with the deepest pockets on the block? You mentioned the SSG, the strategic sports group, which is controlled by owners like the Red Sox, John Henry, the Celtics, Wick Grousebeck, and the Falcons, Arthur Blank, among others. They are proposing a multi-billion dollar investment in the PGA Tour. So where do they factor into all of this? I think for golf and the PGA Tour especially, I think they now understand how many, I'm going to say local because I mean the United States, how many local businesses and entities understand what buying a franchise means, which is what you're doing, right? This is in a sense a group of people buying the PGA Tour and the PGA Tour is the franchise. What does that mean moving forward? Like, regardless of what you think the PGA Tour value is now, 10 to 15 years from now, it's probably going to go up. It's probably going to be, you're buying into a sports league as a franchise. So the influx of that money from that entity, I think, showed the PGA Tour, especially since there were other entities also vying. I think it shows where money feels like they can earn more money because that's what it's really all about, right? Makes it a little easier for the PGA Tour to now negotiate more with the PIF, with LIV, the Saudi fund, because now the DOJ can't come in and go, hey, it's just y'all too. It's a problem. Now they can be like, okay, well, you got a third partner and it's a you know strategic sports group of a lot of people and stuff. So it's not the PGA Tour and Saudi Arabia, which wasn't going to fly. Now you hope that this opens that door just a little bit. But outside of the official business partners, how do players feel about the merger six months removed from the surprise news, Michael? <laughs> Still confused. Mm. I mean, there was a group of players that, I don't want to say filed a suit, but sent a signed petition through a law firm to the PGA Tour demanding more transparency because they feel like they've been left out of the loop. Again, it goes back to that infighting that I was talking about earlier that is happening inside the PGA Tour because now there's so many cooks in the kitchen. So you got the guys that are on the board that feel like, well, we're getting the info that we need. But now you have guys outside that top 150 or outside the top 127 that are saying, hey, that info, we're not getting it. Or how are these negotiations going down? How are these decisions getting made? So if you have a group of people that are supposed to be in this conglomerate of players right. for the PGA Tour that are supposed to be getting all this transparent information and they're not getting it, it's going to be a problem. Now, a lot of the mid-tier guys are in a let's wait and see mode. I talked to Ryan Palmer, and one of the things he said was, I just want to see this all play out in 2024. I want to see how the point stuff works out. I want to see 
how hard or easy it is to get booted out of that top 70 or get into the top 70 because that's where the elite stuff is. And so if you make it really difficult to get booted out by even by playing bad golf or really tough to get in by playing really good golf, then those mid-tier guys and those bottom-tier dudes are going to be screaming. And that's the majority. Here we are. It's almost Christmas and the New Year's Eve deadline to get all this done with the PGA Tour and live quickly approaching, Michael, from what you're hearing. Do you think this gets done before the ball drops in Times Square? Oh, man. That's the it's uh, right now. I would it's 50 50. It's 50 50. But I, I, what I do believe is I do believe that there are late night long talk negotiations happening on a probably a daily, if not every other day basis. I think both sides desperately want to get a deal, both sides desperately do not want to have to come out on December. 30th and go, we'd like to announce an extension because that would just make everyone sigh and roll their eyes hard. You probably hear the eye roll throughout the sports or golf world, but there are uh, so many now moving parts because you have to remember the PGA Tour still doesn't have anything in solid granite with the SSG group. They say the deal is imminent and it's going to get done. Shout out to our board, Mark Schlebaugh. Um, for reporting that as well. But because of that, then you're adding so many cooks to the kitchen. All it takes is for two or three people to be like, sit there with their arms crossed. I'm not. No, I'm, you know, I'm not doing that. Nope. No matter what. And you hold up everything. And that's, I think, was one of the reasons why that first deal was done without telling any of the players. Because, like, look, we can get something out there. But if we tell everybody or let more people in here, there's going to be somebody that holds it up. Coming up, writing the next chapter in the legacy of Tiger Woods. Delicious meat nutritious. In the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Trust me, I've been eating them like there's no tomorrow all week. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with your family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you, like me, are on the go a lot, taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries, whatever it may be. Well, the good news is, not only are Wonderful Pistachios a complete protein providing all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snack game today. Visit WonderfulPistachios.com to learn more. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. 
Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home some huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Michael, here's the thing about me as a golf fan. I'm 42 years old, and I liked golf enough growing up. I liked the personalities I saw before Tiger Woods came onto the scene. Then I loved watching Tiger for 20 years. But after he left, I felt like that personality left too. I felt like all the other golfers I saw were now just kind of carbon copies of the same type of a person. Do you think that character and coolness we saw from all those old school guys is gone from the sport altogether? I think in a sense that there is some truth to that. I think also in a sense, you're talking about two different eras. So before Tiger was also before social media. It was before cell phones and camera phones and video and everyone's life being on surveillance. Now you're talking about a time where if any of the guys that are out on the PGA Tour go out and do something, there's a chance somebody's filming it and they can cut it, paste it, and make it look however they want to and say whatever they want about it. And then what are the consequences if you're wrong or making stuff up? So I think we have a generation of golfers now that grew up understanding this. So they are very reserved and they want to, I want to put out what I want to put out on my terms. And I think for older golf fans, they struggle with that. They struggle with like, hey, what you're putting out is disingenuous. What you're putting out is not necessarily you. Where younger fans are like, hey, same thing I got to do, right? If you're in junior high or high school and you're starting your first Instagram or your first Twitter or TikTok, whatever you're starting on social, you're learning that too. Like, I can't just put out anything because I see what happens to people when they do that. And so I think older fans have to understand you can still find guys to root for. There are still plenty of personalities out there. But again, if I'm being honest, that's our job. Yeah, I take that quite literally and seriously as my job as a person who covers and follows golf my job is to show you the personalities of the people that are playing professional golf today and the people that you might not otherwise know about or have heard of what do you think all these new variables mean to shaping the future of the pga tour writ large and also potentially how much does tiger's specific past personally have to do with his involvement in the future of the tour. I think the more that Tiger is involved in the professional sport and the more out there he is. A lot of times we have not seen a whole lot of Tiger out there, like with opinions and all of that stuff. He has been very guarded, very professional. Yes, he's all about his foundation and that's fine too. You want to do that, but we're going to need some more Tiger. If you're not playing in the game, but you're involved in the legacy of the game, then we need to see more and hear more from you about it. Whether or not people love all your opinions, hate your opinions, it doesn't matter. We just need more of you and more of your opinions so that legacy can be set out there. And I think that's the direction of of where kind of we're going right now and the world we're living in. I can't wait until 15 years from now when we look back at this time in golf and how do we look at it and what do we say about it? I mean, how often do we get to say, like, we're living through historic stuff right now, and so anyone who's like, here's what's going to happen, you're lying. 
we have no idea what's going to happen. <laughs> do you think this is something Tiger always set out to do as a golf insider in amongst your peers? Did this surprise you to see him step forward and be like, hold up, I need to be a part of this? Yeah, it's very much surprised. Let me, if we're being honest, if live doesn't happen, none of this happens. None of it happens because it doesn't have to. There's no need for Tiger Woods to take a leadership role like that. He can just sit back in a grandfatherly way, like, oh, you know, I'm Tiger Woods. I did my thing. Here's, here's what I did on the course. It's cool. And that's fine. Like, he, would, he didn't owe us any of that before, anyway. But I think right now, because of where golf is, what has happened between PIF, the PIF Saudi Live, that tour has forced the hand of someone like Tiger Woods to go, are you going to let somebody else determine what the legacy of the PGA Tour is? Or are you, who's been the face of the PGA Tour and brought so much to so many on the PGA Tour, are you going to get involved with where we go? And here we are, which is, in a sense, we, I mean, there's a part of us that's like, man, thanks. Thanks, Liv. You brought Tiger up. Now he's involved. Like, oh, yeah. Your boy's here. Here he comes. Here comes the goat. He getting involved, you know. And there's another part of that you go, man, I wish it would have never even had to come to this. You know, who knows what would have happened if he would have stepped up back in the day and been like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be a part of the PGA Tour's future and everything that happens no matter what. Pressed into action is a term that comes to mind, but switching gears to something a little bit more heartwarming, which is, I got to say, one of the things I've loved most about this tour back around the sun, if you will, for Tiger, outside of obviously shaping the PGA Tour, he's a dad. What have you seen from this team of Tiger and Charlie last weekend at the PNC Championship? And just in general, man, how cool is it to see this young man out here not only playing golf ball, but looking just like his dad? That's that reminiscent of anything we've seen in the past with that recoil. Charlie getting out from looking at that shot. Wow. <laughs> so I can't tell you how many times in the past three years since they've been playing in that event, I have been like, hey, Tree, come here. I need to talk to you about Apple, which fell right next to you. And he would just laugh as a, and laugh in a proud way. Right. There are so many times that people would see him and I walking down fairways and talking and smiling and laughing. And they'd be like, man, you make a tiger. What y'all talking about? And it's our children are two weeks apart. Mm. So that's what we were talking about, our kids and watching him beam as a father. Man, it changes. Your life changes as a parent. I was talking to Tiger about the first time. He showed me a video at Memorial during a rain delay. We were in an evacuation house. And he was like, hey, come here, Mike, check this out. And he showed me a video of Charlie swinging a golf club for the first time. And he was beaming then. Seeing Charlie now and watching him, even as a dad, watch Charlie grow as a golfer and watch Charlie fall in love with the game. And those kind of conversations to have with Tiger on the golf course as he's standing, arms crossed, smile on his face. You were hanging out with them last week. What is your deduction from the Woods family as to the realistic possibility that Charlie makes the PGA Tour? I don't. They're not there. That's the good thing about 
where I have to give Tiger so much credit right now about that is is he's as a parent, Tiger's like the rest of us who are parents. You just want to raise a well-rounded son. It would be cool to see Charlie make it the whole way out onto the PGA Tour. But I don't think Tiger is at a place where he's like, and if my kid does this, this. like he ain't that parent, right? <laughs> right. And the other thing too, Tiger understands how much outside pressure is already going to be put on Charlie from people who are like, man, he's just a spitting image of you. So he's the next one. I don't think he's hoping that Charlie's the next one. He loves the fact that Charlie loves the game and plays it and wants to work at it. And who knows if he gets to a crazy high level of golf. But I think Tiger, as a parent, is in the right, in the now. And I think that's kind of awesome. I've gotten to spend a lot of time with my father this holiday season, which is a blessing. Is there ever a time when you sit and think, man, if Earl Woods could see this now? My dad's name happens to be Earl as well, which is why this question see? came up. <laughs> shout out. Shout out to Earl. Happy holidays. Thank you. Um, quite honestly, I, I think Tiger believes that Earl is watching him. I think he is looking down. On him. I think in his heart, he thinks Earl's still with him because he is, you know, I think. I think Earl would get a kick out of watching them, and I think Tiger would agree would agree with that. It would have been pretty cool, you know, to have his pops be like now pop pops, you know, seeing the grandkids and all of their successes and growing up and stuff. And I think in that sense, then he does get to watch and smile and laugh. From fathers to sons to grandsons, the way so many of us, especially Tiger Woods, fell in love with the game. Thank you, Michael. Thanks, man. Appreciate you, too. Happy holidays, everybody. I'm Clinton Yates. This has been ESPN Daily. We'll talk to you tomorrow, kiddos.